Good morning. Um, you know, I was, I woke up kind of thinking about um, the path that I've traveled since my ex-husband first left um, a year and a half ago in September. And, you know, on some days I think I've made a ton of progress and I've done a lot of work and I'm a better version than myself. And then other times I'll slip into this feeling that um, I just don't know. I just don't know how far I've come or if any of the old ideals or ideology or past behavior patterns have really changed or grown into something healthier or something that serves the best version of me. Um, and honestly, I can say, like, at times, I don't think so. I think I have so very much further to go. But you know what? There's a there's a kind of comfort in knowing that most likely we probably all do. That um, growth and expansion of our inner being, our personality, our entire self never really stops. And if it does, then, you know, we're kind of just treading waters, staying in the same place with the same thoughts and the same emotions and the same opportunities passing us by. So I, wa I, I wanted to revisit some of my writings from earlier times and just to, just to get an idea of where I am, where I've come from where my head is, where my heart is, and, you know, are they in the same place? Because sometimes they feel very much so that I have um, direction and I know, I know where I want to go and I know where I am. And then other times they seem to be heading off in the opposite ways and kind of pulling me, pulling at me and making me feel a little bit lost. So this, this piece that I'm going to share today was something that I wrote last fall. Um, it was at a time that I had um, broken off a relationship with a, with a friend that grew into something much more um, and kind of caught me off guard. And um, not having that person in my life anymore really kind of stings sometimes because above all we were we were confident and could share share anything with one another um, the piece the piece is called will you join me you know you want one a dear friend said to me recently Parker you need to learn how to control your emotions I had been trying to apologize, explain, maybe even make excuses for how I intuitive pull away from people I love most. To be fair, I had warned him many times that is something I do, something I would do. To be fair, I'm a lot, and being friends with me takes a certain tenacity. We would joke about our complexities as human beings and how somehow knowing we were both bruised by life gave us a safe space to connect and feel a little less alone in life. We would spend hours talking, sharing, and debating the useless information we had gathered over the years from deep diving in rabbit holes, 
most people don't even know exist. Then one day he said something letting me know that he got it. He had seen through me and felt the trauma I carried around with me. He recognized it and knew it well. When you meet someone that's able to challenge you intellectually and emotionally at the same time, being able to make you laugh, it makes you stop. Old habits of communication and navigating relationships no longer work or bring you to the expected places you could always count on. Well, at least until they do. We met where most people meet, at work. We spent countless hours together while most people were living their life on weekends and holidays. We became each other's confidants and what seemed like family. When business had fam- finally died down and it was too late to do anything else, we would sit finishing up the day talking. At first we talked about work, a lot about work. Then we began sharing concerns about other team members, funnies about the day's happenings, outlandish items in the news, our love of literature, philosophy, science, and then as trust began building up, we talked about our personal lives. We shared painful memories, decisions that needed to be made, and finally we found ourselves in that awkward space called friendship. We spent more time together than I did with my daughter. He became part of my family, my tribe. It's funny how life works. It brings us what we need in the moment, an opportunity for us to reflect on who we've become, yet also see who we no longer are. Life provides us with an unlimited number of chances to become who we've always wanted to be. It quietly knocks on our door and asks us to let it in and stay a while, even when we want nothing more than to shut it out. Sometimes it takes an unexpected person or situation to get us to open the door. Sometimes life challenges us to rise to the occasion when we would much rather curl up and hibernate. Reeling from a separation and only nearly divorced, I opened my door just a tiny bit. I opened it only enough so that the light could shine in from the new day, but I still had the ability to close the door at any moment. I knew that each time I opened my mouth when I felt vulnerable, scared, or uncertain, I was taking the risk of closing the door forever. My brain knew full well what it was doing, and no matter how much my heart tried to hold it back, it was too weak against the patterns of self-sabotage I had cemented over the years. Now I feel sad, a little lonely, and wonder why I choose to run when life gets tricky and painful. I admire women who present as warriors and take no prisoners. Their sheer strength, a superpower, mesmerizes me. The alternative to running for me is fighting, standing up for what I want. The few times I've tried that approach didn't end well for me. Actually, it left me in the same place as when I run. I have some years to look back on in life. Similar experiences played out with different people, and they have always ended on the same note. I take full responsibility for the choices I've made, the life I've lived. There have been a lot of goodbyes with even more fresh starts. People say that they admire that I keep starting over. Is there any other option? So my dear friend, if you find yourself reading this, please know this. If nothing else, I heard you loud and clear, and I'm grateful for the bits of wisdom you've shared with me along the way. 
I wouldn't say I agreed with everything, but buried amongst your beautiful bullshit, you seem to get away with shoveling. There are some pretty brilliant strands of gold which I will always treasure. And maybe one day, years from now, we'll bump into each other at a bakery in Soho or across the bridge in Brooklyn, where I'm sure you'll be flourishing at a bistro, or even just sitting, sipping some coffee. You'll invite me to join you, in shock that we somehow bumped into one another in a city that never sleeps. I'll reply, maybe, for just a minute or two, with a sheepish grin and a heart beating outside my chest. And in the sweetest irony possible, you'll slide a plate of Madeline cookies towards me and say, you know you want one. You know, sometimes looking back over the sweetest memories we've experienced and the most painful goodbyes makes us realize that we all have a little bit of that warrior inside of us, the one that can get knocked down and then stand back up and face a new day and maybe just wonder, you know, maybe there is something more for me. And if I can get out of my own way and just let life unfold a little bit each day, that things will be a little less painful (laughs) and my mind will stop spinning. You know, this, this sweet story that I wrote about this person that I spent so much time with seems like such a distant memory, like another chapter in my life finally closed. It's been um, such a long time since I've even seen this individual, but I know that he was there for me at a time when I needed him most, and I hope that he feels the same way about me. Just wasn't meant to be forever for both of us. But what I hope that I can take from it is that I can remind myself how good the good was and lean on that and forgive myself for the places that I, I seem to pull away and the places that I seem to break. And that, and that time spent with him. And know finally that that's okay. And maybe even that was what was meant to be. I think that when we finally get to a place that we start valuing ourselves and knowing that we are worthy, then that in itself has to be enough. And the people that we attract in those moments, you know, they're there for a reason, but it's not ours to determine how long they remain. The only thing that we can control is who we are and how we are in each and every moment. And I think, you know, that's, that's what I need to hold on to and remind myself is that the only thing I can control in any given moment are my thoughts and my reactions to what life is providing me with. And I think as long as I stay in that mindset, everything else is going to be okay.
Have a great day. Bye.